Welcome to Historinoms, where we retell Philippine history one human at a time. <laughs> I'll drink more water, granted it's frozen and surrounded by alcohol. My name is Burn. <laughs> and um, uh, I'd rather be somebody's shot of whiskey than everybody's cup of tea. I'm PX. <laughs> Yay! Welcome to another episode. Yes. Uh, ano na tayo? Episode 8? Episode 8. Uh, episode 8. Uh-huh. Yes. So, it's your turn to uh, to tell a story. Yes. And, uh... And... <laughs> sabi mo, dark siya. So, okay. Hindi siya dark. It's more... What the fuck? Na story... <laughs> Um, yeah, if nakinig kayo sa episode namin last week, uh, this is a role reversal. <laughs> Pero pili ko hindi, kasi sinabi mo sa akin kung ano ikikwento mo sa next episode. And I don't think that's a feel-good story. <laughs> it's not a feel-good story, but it's not bad either. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sige. Well, um, for this week's episode... I thought we could talk about yung um, short, 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 short time na na-occupy tayo ng Britain. Uh, yes, people, we were uh, invaded by uh, Great Britain during uh, the uh, Spanish colonial time. So, may, may, may onting-onting period na na sumingit yung Britain sa atin while we were still colonized by Spain. Ito yung mga ano, yung mga time ng mga what if ng mga Filipinos. Yeah. Na what if it wasn't the Spaniards? What if if what if we were under British rule? Thinking it's going to be better. Yeah, surprise Brenda, they're all white people pa rin. They're the same <laughs> white people that uh, everybody has to deal with. <laughs> like, uh, hello, India. <laughs> Do you think they got better? <laughs> Hi. But, Hi. But yes. Um, well, it's not, it, like I said, it's not dark. It's dark. It's not sad either. It's more, it's one of those stories that really makes you ina. Yung ganun yung feeling. <laughs> okay. I thought it wasn't bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> ah, okay. Sige, game. Sige. Let's start. Um, the year was 1762. Uh-huh. Tapos, um, the Seven Years' War was raging across Europe. So, this was a sort of world war. Kasi, and having nations involved. It was mainly um, Britain and Prussia versus France and Austria. Pero ang daming mga parties involved, ang daming mga nations na nakipag-alay with each party. Ganyan. And Spain was noticeably allied with France at this point. Hmm. I don't want to get into the details ng Seven Years' War kasi if I did, hindi tayo matatapos sa episode na to <laughs> in just 30 minutes, maybe even an hour, hindi tayo matatapos. <laughs> Yeah. But let's just say na allied yung Spain with France. Mm-hmm. And let's just end it at there. And once na um, parang Spain saw na 
France was kind of getting behind sa lahat ng mga laban na nangyayari sa Seven Years War because they were getting their butt kicked <laughs> sa lahat ng mga laban. Britain was parang Britain was getting beaten sa lahat ng mga laban na nangyayari. So sabi ng Spain, fine, sige, I'll just I, I, I was neutral before pero sige, lalaban na ako for you. Tapos um, <laughs> at, at, at that point, Britain declared war officially on Spain on January 4, 1762. Yay! Happy birthday! Hindi <laughs> birthday ng Spain or Britain. It's my birthday. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, yeah. Um, Britain declared war on Spain on January 4 and Spain declared war on Britain noong January 18 naman. Which is birthday ni Angel. So, I'm best friend. <laughs> Shout out, Angel! <laughs> <laughs> On both our birthdays, may war na declared. Wait, so so Britain declared war on Spain January four. Uh huh. And then Spain took a couple of days <laughs> before, before they declared war on Britain. War. Oh yeah. <laughs> Parang wait. Oh wait shoot! Lang. You're uh, we you're you declared. Oh, we're at war. Okay. <laughs> wow. I didn't know you were serious. <laughs> I mean, we have the Spanish Armada and all. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think you would do it. Oh no! Now I have to declare war on you. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, ayon. Um. Uh. William Draper is one of the leading generals of Britain at that time. Siya yung nag-come up with the plan to take control of Manila. Because in his mind, the Philippines was prime real estate for the taking. Kasi now that I declared war on Spain, I have every reason para invade yung Philippines. Because not only was it like the prime spot of, for trade dun sa um, part ng Asia, it was also one of the parties involved in the Manila Acapulco galleon trade which may be which may or may not be foreshadowing let's see kung ano yung mangyayari next week and then the nito and then the nito filipinos were like fuck my drag right <laughs> <laughs> like we don't exist <laughs> yeah you only came for us because of mexico what the fuck <laughs> Okay. But yeah, um, yeah, they they were eyeing you Mexican silver so much. Because uh, for for a brief explanation, ng ng um, Manila Acapulco trade was um, uh, the Spain was getting yung goods from Asia. Um, they were loading it on in the Philippines, and then they were um, carrying it to Mexico. And then yung pambayad na Mexico was yung Mexican silver dollars, which at this point was like hot gold. Like everybody was raging para makuha yun. And ang nasa isip ng Britain was yung massive, massive amounts ng Mexican silver was probably at the Philippines. So I want to go to the Philippines and I want to get all I can to Mexican silver. And uh, King George the Third signed the instructions. Na nagsabi na okay. I mean, okay, kay William Draper to go to the Philippines and conquer it. Because besides, the plan nila was to conquer the Philippines para maging crippled yung Spain financially. 
mm-hmm. during the war para madali nila matalo. But it was also parang um, a strategic uh, decision on their part kasi even if they if ever like if they ever win yung war, they'd still have the Philippines and that would mean like a big 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 advantage for them with regards to trade. Yes. So, andali nag-sign off ng king para ibigay yung go signal para go invade go invade Philippines all you want. I I just want to get to Philippines ganyan. During this time in the Philippines, yung previous na governor general ng Philippines si Pedro Manuel de Arandia, um he died in 1759. So at this point, walang governor general na talagang nag-act in the Philippines. Um, his successor, si Francisco de la Torre, he was supposed to go to the Philippines para palitan si Pedro. But um, this was during the war. This was during the Seven Years. God bless you. God bless you. Um, this was during the Seven Years War. So, medyo caught up si Francisco de la Torre sa Cuba because he was too busy defending Cuba from Britain then and all the the Allied forces in Britain para hindi makuha ng forces nila yung Cuba. So he couldn't go to the Philippines. He was too busy fighting in Cuba para hindi nila makuha yung territory na yun. All that so, sugar. Yeah. <laughs> all that tobacco. All that sugar and all that tobacco and all that weed. I wanna say weed. <laughs> um, yeah, wala silang choice kundi mag-appoint ng Archbishop of Manila <laughs> in the Philippines para maging acting lieutenant governor ng Philippines. Um, it was Manuel Rojo del Rio y Vieira. Haba nung name niya. <laughs> My God. Um, wala silang choice. Uh, the only other person na pwede mag-lead ng buong country was an archbishop, which was not a military general. Mm-hmm. He was not a military official at all. So, wala siyang alam. Hindi niya alam kung paano i-lead yung buong country. So, on September 24, 1762, yung um, British fleet came to the Philippines sa may Manila Bay. So, um, they brought with them eight ships, three frigates, and four store ships with a force of 6,839. So, almost 7,000 British forces yung sinama nila at that point. Um, they landed uh, in Manila Bay and um, they were planning out what to do para ma-seize yung Manila. Kasi, um, yung thinking ng Britain and specifically ni William Draper. Draper at this point was he knows that he doesn't have all the forces para mas seize yung control over the whole Philippines. But what he can do was pwede siya magkuha ng, ng enough amount of people para ma take over yung Manila which was the capital at that time and Cavite which was yung shipyard ng lahat ng ships ng Spain. So he could conquer yung capital and yung province kung nasan nakastore almost all of the resources na tinatago ng Spain at that point. They could control the the ships. Yeah. They could control the ships na lahat ng pinapadala sa Mexico and imagine kung gano'ng karaming pera yung nakastore dun sa mga ships na yun. Which I'll get to in a short while. <laughs> okay. Pero yeah. Um... Um, they were focused heavily on capturing Manila and Cavite. So from September 24 to October 5, yung British forces would slowly gain the upper hand against the Spaniards. So first, they captured yung galley called Santa 
Gertrudis, uh, which soared approximately 30,000 Sp- Spanish dollars. Because, parang ang nangyari was nanggaling si Santa Gertrudis from Mexico along with yung galleon um, named Filipina. And yung galleon mismo, yung Filipina, it stored almost all of the Mexican dollars na meron na magagaling dapat from Mexico to the Philippines. Uh, I think they were they were um, parked somewhere up north. Mm-hmm. Tapos ang ginawa kasi nila, yung captain ng um, yung captain ng Santa Gertrudis, which I forgot his name, pero alam ko na si Zeri yung yung last name niya. Um, his plan was to get to Manila and then get a more capable pilot para i-steer yung Filipina pabalik sa Manila. Ang nangyari was, when they got to Manila, they saw yung British forces and the British forces captured them. Mm-hmm. So, nahuli nila yung Santa Gertrudis and all of the treasure that was in it, which was like approximately 30,000 Spanish dollars. Ganyan. And then, like a few days after, they also seized Fort Polverina, which was Malate. Oh, okay. Yes. So, they got the gay city. <laughs> um, and then, on October 5, yung Spanish military forces urged si Manuel Rojo yung mm-hmm. yung archbishop acting, yeah yung archbishop sabi nila sabi nila na parang we need to do something kasi andyan na yung British forces and we need to we need to do something para ma-defend yung territory natin and at this point gusto na mag-give up ni Rojo gusto niya na mag-concede like surrender everything na kasi ayaw niya na ayaw niya na kasi like <laughs> You can't blame him because he's archbishop and he's not a military <laughs> official. He was like, oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no, what do I do? Oh no. <laughs> I, I, I didn't mean, ask for this. <laughs> this wasn't in my job description. That's it. But the Spanish military forced him not to surrender. They said, come up with a better way. But on that same day, yung British forces breached three bastions na sa Intramuros. So, mm-hmm. at this point, parang wala na sila magagawa eh. Maka-conquer na ng Britain yung Manila. Which they did on October 6. So, technically, October 6 was the day that Rojo formally surrendered Manila and Cavite to Britain. Okay. And then, um, following that, nung na-surrender na yung Manila, um, Manila was subjected to 40 hours of anguish kasi in that span of 40 hours lahat ng mga British forces na kasama ni William Draper ni loot nila lahat ng pwedeng maloot sa Manila they pillaged everything and they raped everybody everybody they raped What? everybody <laughs> yeah it's a lot walang, of raping i know <laughs> it's it's uh it's both descriptions of raping <laughs> <laughs> like literally at saka yung other definition of raping which I forgot what that was pero um, wala walang ligtas yung mga government offices yung mga churches they got everything hindi sila nahiya ng mga churches na yung niransak na nila kinuhuhan na nila natin treasures and all um, there was a statement from William Draper na yung mga soldiers niya went to Beaterio de Santa Rosa and all of the young women there were raped Whoa. Uh-huh. So, uh, parang hindi pa enough for the British forces to just get all of the treasure lang or every uh, anything that was considered 
parang valuable. They had to <laughs> physically do shit pa sa lahat ng mga nakatira na, na tao doon. So, Wait, side note lang. <clears throat> um, uh, I forgot yung exact name nung um, patron saint. Pero, uh, well, it's Mary. Nuestra Senora something-something. Pero siya yung uh, parang binibigyan ng uh, homage, I think, ng mga... Uh, what do you call them? Ship people. Um, sa galleon <laughs> Ship people. <laughs> uh, basta yun. If they, if, they get, if they get like a peaceful or successful journey when they come back to Manila, uh, oh. they offer jewels and stuff to adorn that patron saint. So, most likely, na loot din yun. It's in Ermita, by the way. Oh, yeah. Because I think I read somewhere na pati Ermita rin na loot din. Yeah. So that was a big, 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 big possibility. Mm-hmm. So It's probably again, in the British Museum now. <laughs> oh, I'll get to that later. Pero, um, Mary, if this is what you think British colonization is, then uh, <laughs> I, 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 I don't know what I'm to sorry to disappoint. <laughs> It wasn't fun. <laughs> yeah, and um, the Spaniards would also claim that men... Oh, bef- besides yung mga British forces then, there were also some Sp- Spaniards at Filipinos that joined in the looting. What? So, hindi lang British... Opportunista ang British. Yung, I know! <laughs> <laughs> parang ano, parang... Um, well, nagkakagaguhan na lahat. So, let me just join in. This is like yung pro- proto the purge. Parang... Yeah. <laughs> ano... This was the very first purge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, Rojo met with Sila Draper to ask if they could please, please stop the pillaging na kasi sobrang gago na nalata nangyari. But, um, Sila Draper was more interested in, parang, they, they were okay with the looting as long as it was helping them parang force Spain into paying yung ransom nila of 4 million Spanish dollars. So, sabi nila na parang, we'll stop the looting kung magbabayad kayo ng 4 million Spanish dollars sa amin. And, um, it says here na nag-relent si Rojo, but it, I can't really say if nagbayad yung Spain ng 4 million because I know na nagpadoble sila ng reinforcements around the around Manila and Cavite para matigilan mapigilan yung British forces which I'll get you later pero um nag order officially si Rojo na all of the forces that he had stopped doing anything and just let Britain have Manila tsaka Cavite and then it was at that point na, na sabi ni La Draper na okay like um British guys maybe don't rape everybody na sa Manila and if I if anybody still is gonna rape in Manila, I'm going to hang you or shoot you. <laughs> and then, okay. ililibing din kita on that same day. Okay. So, um, I mean, kudos. Pero, um, yeah. Uh, it, yun, lang, yun lang yung point na nag-stop lahat ng pillaging around Manila. Um, and then, cut to like November 1762. November 2, 1762. Dawson Drake of the British East India Company uh, assumed the office of the British Governor of Manila. So, may mga iba siyang kasama sa council niya para mag-lead um, Manila in the name of Britain. Tapos, um, he formed a war council 
that forced everybody to follow lahat ng orders niya. Regardless if it made sense or not. So, kung sinabi niya sa'yo na, I don't like that, hindi yan pwede. Pwede ka niya ma-arrest, oh. It was basically, it was basically a... Martial law. Uh-huh. Parang martial law. Na parang, you did this, ayoko yung ginagawa mo. So, kulong ka, ganun. It wasn't anything, it wasn't anything formal. It was mostly kung ano lang yung ayaw niya na ginagawa mo, ikukulong kita. Ganun. Okay. And then, they got more kasi they captured yung galleon na Filipina. So, y- yun yung mm-hmm. ultimate goal nila was to capture one of the galleons na nag-store ng lahat ng Mexican silvers. Which they did. Um, and they also got yung Trinidad. And like, to, uh, parang ano, um, the cargo of the Trinidad was valued at around $1.5 million. Ganyan. Whoa. So, this was a big day for Britain. Kasi ang dami na nakuha na ano. Happy birthday! <laughs> Merry Christmas, Britain. <laughs> <laughs> Tapos, ang nangyari was, Spain was not having any of this. Sabi nila, ano ba to? Parang, um, guys? <laughs> Ta- so, ang ginawa nila was, they got one of the members of the Real Audencia of Manila, which was si, um, Simon de Anda Salazar. Simon de Anda E. Salazar. So, sabi nila, meron tayong something na si Nine, which was the Council of the Indies, which said na at any time na malagay sa cases of riot or invasion yung Philippines, yung isang member ng uh, Real Audencia would have to intervene and become yung acting Captain General ng Philippines. So, at this point, at this time, si Simon, si Anda, yung, yung highest ranking official ng Royal, Real Audencia. So, siya yung pinadala sa Philippines para mag-lead mag, uh, or para mag, parang damage control. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kaso, <laughs> ang nakakatawa was, hindi tinatanggap ni Rojo na acting general si Anda. Kasi ang sabi niya, I was appointed yung lieutenant general <laughs> ng Philippines. So, uh, n- um, uh, no. Just, <laughs> just no. <laughs> He noped. <laughs> Tapos, ang, ang nangyaring plan ng Britain was, during this time na na-capture namin yung Manila and Cavite, Spain would rally all of their forces para mabalik yung control over Manila and Cavite. And they would parang spend all of their resources para sa lahat ng forces na ipapadala sa atin. So, if we just keep this up, tapos makaya natin na ma- ma-hold yung Manila and Cavite, eventually, makawala ng pera yung Spain. And they would have no choice but to back and let us have control over the whole country na. So, parang... <laughs> From- From this point pa lang, I can see that this is a stupid plan. But yeah, okay, go. <laughs> well, um, I would argue na hindi. Kasi <laughs> they actually got what they wanted-ish. Kasi parang on January 19, um, 1763 or 64? No, uh, January 19, 1763. Yeah. Um, yung British forces tried to go beyond Manila and then they tried to capture Bulacan. Which mm-hmm. was where um, Nakastation originally si Anda Pero he moved to Pampang right? But they tried to capture Bulacan And 
technically they did because they got control of Malolos and it wasn't an easy task then because um, 400 Chinese people which were technically forced by the Spanish government para makipaglaban in the name of the Philippines <laughs> if mm-hmm. all of them were killed and uh, either they were murdered by yung forces ng Britain or they um, killed themselves para hindi sila mapatay ng British forces and all. But yeah, on January 22, they got hold of Malolos. They tried to go forward towards Papanga para makuha yung um, territory ni Anda, but they failed. Surprisingly, yeah. Kasi na- Anda managed to parang defend pa rin any part other than Malolos, Manila, Chacamita, all over the Philippines. Yung Spanish forces, they actually um, were successful in keeping lahat ng British control isolated sa Manila and Cavite. And then, on August 26, a, pre- a preliminary draft of the Treaty of Paris was being written, which was essentially yung uh, document which would effectively say na tapos na yung Seven Years' War. So, we're, we're, we're all done fighting with each other, guys. Ganyan. Kaso, at this point, um, hindi pa rin dumadating yung news sa Philippines. So, parang they... Sorry. Sorry, no internet. <laughs> I, Im- imagine kung gano'ng katagal kailangan hintayin para dumating yung isang letter from Spain to the Philippines. Yeah, that was the main reason kung bakit may standoff sa Baler. K- kasi atagal. Yeah, uh, the Spanish forces there didn't know that uh, the United States already bought the Philippines. Yeah. <laughs> well, this was technically the same thing then. Because when the Seven Years' War ended, nag-sign na ng Treaty of Paris yung Spain on February mm-hmm. 10, 1763. But news of this didn't come to the Philippines agad-agad. <laughs> so, for all mm-hmm. they know, the Seven Years' Seven Years War was still raging on. So, nila, oh, we still had to, we still had to do our part para ma, ma capture yung Philippines. We still had to, yeah, we still had to fight Spain para sa territory ng Philippines. Pero um, that was in January, and then they received their orders na to withdraw in March of 1764. So was that was three months. Yeah. And <coughs> two, three months. Yeah. Imagine 1762, September 1762, dumating yung British forces sa um, Manila. 1759, namatay yung previous na Governor General na Philippines. And then 1764, March of 1764, finally dumating yung successor ni Pedro Ad- Arandia na maging Governor General na Philippines. So that was two years after na mamatay yung previous Governor General. So yeah, um, dumating Who si that? Francis- dum- Francisco de la Torre. Dumating si Francisco de la Torre ah. finally sa Philippines noong um, March 17. 1964 para maging official na governor general of the Philippines ganyan and um, when the treaty of paris was signed that was officially the time na surrender na or hindi naman nag surrender parang nag parang ano yung, ano yung term ano yung word secede uh, nag secede uh-huh. yeah nag secede ng ownership ng Philippines yung Britain uh, back to Spain. Eh, but uh, the damage was already done because there are a lot of damage from Britain from 
<laughs> the Philippines. Um, see, this is what I was saying earlier. Na um, Jose Rizal himself, when he went to London, he was surprised to see that one of the most important artifacts of the relationship between Spain and Philippines, yung uh, Sucesos de las Islas Filipinas, one of the earliest mm. documents na nag-detail na ownership or na reign ng Spain over the Philippines, it was in London. <laughs> So, nagulat siya na, wow, oh. nasa London to. So, yeah. Well, this was years, years, and years, and years before Rizal. So, yeah. That was one of the things na nanakaw ng Spain. Um, I know, sorry. Nanakaw ng Britain sa Philippines during the Spanish um, era. Ganyan. But, yeah, once the Treaty of Paris was signed, bumalik lang din tayo sa Spain. So, it was... More or less 20 months that we were under British control. And there was only Manila and Cavite lang naman. It wasn't the whole Philippines. But still, we captured Britain for like 20 months. If I'm not mistaken, uh, it was with the British that we had Diego Silang hmm? mm. for, for help with uh, his revolt. Oh. Thing is, uh, ano na to, yung tail end na yata to ng British occupation. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So, the help that he was expecting did not come. Kasi, nag-withdraw na yung British forces that time. Oh, bitch. Ni-rape. Interconnected. <laughs> <laughs> Ni-rape mo na lahat ng pwede mong ma-rape sa amin. Tapos, hindi ka malang mag-offer ng help. <laughs> yeah, well, Diego thought it was a good time kasi Spain was at, at its weakest nung time na yan. So, parang it's the time to strike. Oh, so, yeah. So, he can sign the help of the British. That was one of the things then na, na parang pinaka uh, parang memorable at that time. I think this was the time na pahina na na pahina yung control ng Spain over all of its dominions. Yeah. At that time. That was why it was so easy for Britain to gain control of the Philippines. And technically, hindi nabalik yung Philippines because of yung forces ng Spain, it was yung Treaty of Paris na yeah. napilitan sila na to hand over yung Philippines back to Spain. <laughs> but just imagine kung, just imagine kung hindi nangyari yun, tapos British, ano pa rin tayo. Oh, side note, ang dami na palang, ang dami na palang nag-tackle ng topic na to everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. May mga oh, yeah. articles sa internet, may mga you channels on YouTube na nagawa na ng video na to. Uh, it's ano eh, it's it's one of those uh, moments in Philippine history that was never covered in schools. It's uh wala, nilalagpasan siya actually. So nalaman yeah. ko siya actually after college na, I think. Yeah. So I mean keep up Philippine education system. <laughs> <laughs> Also, don't. Okay, fantasize about being a colony of Britain. Say if there's it's one thing that I nice. about watching The Crown, <laughs> and uh, it doesn't necessarily mean if part of the Commonwealth, your life is gonna be good. <laughs> yeah, the, they. <laughs> How did I say it? Colonization. Everybody loses. In colonization, so <laughs> except the colonizers. No, even them, because uh, um, remember, uh, Spain got so much wealth from uh, the Americas, like uh, silver, gold, and stuff, and they brought it back to Spain, which caused so much inflation because they have oh. so much money. So, see, all I remember is the story of El Dorado and how. St- 
stupid yeah. they were para i-follow yung... Maybe, can we do an episode on that, please? Yung Eldorado. <laughs> <laughs> If it relates to the Philippines, why not? My God, <laughs> it's one of those stories in history na parang... It just shows kung gano'ng katanga lahat ng white people when it comes to <laughs> being selfish and greedy about money. <laughs> Yeah, because that time they didn't know the value of platinum. <laughs> I know. Oh my god! So they threw everything to the sea. One, But one yeah. day, maybe. But in that, happened. Okay. So. But yes. Yeah. Um, well, actually, yun lang yun. See, even if <laughs> even if I try to tell a sad story or a serious story, hindi pa rin siya impactful as when you tell. Uh, <laughs> what no it is it was like uh it's how do i say it it's like a man moment siguro, it's, it's more of a uh, don't white people be crazy but then know, it's one of the it's one of the biggest them. what ifs nga ng mga filipinos like what if we were um colonized by britain instead of the philippines uh instead of nothing's, Spain. nothing's gonna change except maybe we'll have What, the pound or uh we'll ha- we'll have a weird british accent like india oh yeah <laughs> parang i know um kumusta oh. <laughs> do the needful <laughs> <laughs> not to be racist but yeah is it racist Ayon. when you be uh, is it racist when you make fun of white people <laughs> no, I was making. No, never mind. But no, it's not. There is no such thing as reverse racism. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, if you're thinking that it would have been better if it was the British who conquered us, Africa says hi, <laughs> <laughs> and India, and India, and Hong Kong. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, Everybody else. that was nice. Yeah. That was nice, but then no, I mean it was insightful. <laughs> it was, diba? It just makes me think of ano, parang <laughs> honestly, hindi ko alam kung bakit, pero I expected that from Spain or any other European country. I don't know why hindi ko siya in Spain from. Uh, I don't know why hindi ko siya in expect from a country like like Britain <laughs> to just like go fuck around and rape everybody. Some sa 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 ter like sa, sa country na kaka kaka-colonize mo lang. Why? But then again, I, <laughs> was, I remember yung manifest destiny ng US. And there like, you go. <laughs> I know. It was It's funny. the same. It was funny when you said that they like walled themselves in and tried to hold off the Spaniards. Excuse me. was a stupid idea. Sorry, excuse me. Your spirit ng pagkalasing ko is inhabiting your uh, I know. Kaya kasi nabi, it was a stupid idea. Kasi like, you kind of walled yourself in with no means to get out. Meaning, you're sieged, honey. You know what happens in a siege? You get hungry. You're, <laughs> your supplies run out and you're surrounded by the enemy. You're gonna die. <laughs> oh, but I uh, know. Um, one of their strategies kasi was, even if they got control of Manila at saka Cavite, They were welcoming everybody who was coming into Manila, who, who are not Spaniards, wa- wanting to trade. Ah. So, kahit, y- kahit yung mga local, y- kahit yung mga natives na they were looking to trade with other nations, kanyan, they said like, come in, like do whatever you want, kanyan, kanyan. Because they were still gonna benefit off of it. Well, true. <laughs> parang, yeah. 
sila na yung magko-control ng money na makukuha nila off of it. So, that makes sense. That, okay. So, they're not really... Kind of smart sa part yeah, ng Britain. They were not really sieged so much, but yeah. I mean, open pa naman yung harbor. Mm. Yeah. Manila Bay, sorry. With all of its dolomite. <laughs> That's on a different side, but yeah. Sige. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much for listening. <laughs> uh, I hope you learned something from that. If you did not, listen to it again. But again. Uh, if you want to uh, send us a message about it, uh, message us on Twitter and Instagram at Historinoms and on Facebook at Historinoms Podcast. So yeah. Yes. Uh, and if you still want to send us a message in our, um, if you if if you want to send us a story that you want us to talk about, or if there are comments about anything that we've said, the story nito, which can I just I should have prefaced this with saying na kanina lang ako nagbasa. <laughs> Again, ayoko magpangkap na alam ko kung ano sinasabi ko at this podcast, so I might have gotten some some details wrong so so far please. I think you were right because I read the story uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah send us a message at gmail.com if you want us to tell something else besides yeah stories like this maybe something happy naman. <laughs> and as always oh. you can as always you can listen to all our other episodes available on Spotify for free streaming uh, we're also yes. on uh, Google Podcasts uh, Anchor.fm and yes. some other places where you can listen to podcasts yeah uh-huh. so wala kayong reason not to listen to it <laughs> Bethany <laughs> make us your Sabado habit anyway thank you so much for listening yeah bye and, um, God, alam mo, itong buong season 1 na to, I hope na may character development tayo na magkaroon ng <laughs> spiel para sa closing remarks natin sa episode. <laughs> It's gonna be, uh, I don't But, know, it's just fun not to have him. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah. So, bye! <laughs> bye! <laughs>